0: Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood, with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are, and what they're involved in, and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood, with Stacey Borjo and Tim Johnson.
1: My name's Tim Johnson, and this is Stacey Borjo. Hi, Tim. How are you doing? I'm doing great. 156 shows today. No way. Yeah. I don't believe it. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Well, okay, so you can follow us on YouTube, all that stuff. Um, make sure you check out Peoria Life on our webpage, which is peoria.life, uh, no.com, or unless you want to put in Peoria Life. Dot com we got that too, so you can check us out there. (laughs) We got it all. Um yeah, so you're native Peorian. Yes. You grew up here
0: Born and and raised.
1: Never left. Well I did leave for a little bit for a year and a half. I was gone. Um I grew up north in a town called Triumph, Illinois. Hour north of here, hour fifteen minutes. Population one hundred (laughs) and eighty-eight until Uh, until your family came to town until yeah, <laughs> Well until, <laughs> until our family Yonks left died. and then it was 180 oh. and when the farmers came into town there was more um you know farmers in town than there were actually people that lived there Wow! <laughs> but if you ever heard of the curlin, the curlin, um the curling rink is there which is um they do olympic style curling with the broom
0: i did not with know that yeah that's right br- <laughs> In Triumph, Illinois. In
1: Triumph. It's the southernmost, well, at least when I was growing up, it was the southernmost uh, curling rink in our hemisphere. Dang. That is a fun fact for the day. Very nice. So where I'm leading with this is um, (laughs) I grew up in a house that was built in 1898. Wow. And it was a doctor's office. Oh, wow. Uh, Well, it was a doctor's house. He had built it. It came in on a... On a railroad car, they unloaded it and built it right there. They had
0: they had building kits back then. Like from you could order it on Sears and yeah. things like that. and that's really it, it was oh, a, yeah, either it was a Sears or JCPenney. Oh I think yep.
1: this one was a JCPenney that they just ordered. A house. Yep. And,
0: and, and you Penney. could get them a little more <laughs> embellished and have like an extra room on it or sunroom or.
1: And and the like uh, the, porch. the um, studs usually the studs are you you build a floor you put the studs up you build another floor. What they would do then was they would take the studs and it would go from um, the bottom all the way up to the top. One long, you know, 25, 30-foot stud Isn't is how something? they would build it. That's a tall stud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, that, that is a, a really tall stud. There's a line I was just going to put in there, but I'll, I'll refrain. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an interesting <laughs> show too, oh, I'm be telling uh, today we have uh, Molly Cruen Bishop with Hello. us today
0: it 's nice to be back i 'm so excited uh, yeah.
1: so tell us who you are because we start okay. out with a little bit of history of, of <laughs>
0: absolutely um, i'm i'm Molly bishop i've lived in the Peoria area all my life i 'm forty six I went to school at St Mark's up on the West Bluff, Spalding down here. And um, I grew up in the house um, that my great grandparents from Ireland built on Barker um, cool. in 1885. And it wasn't a huge house, wasn't one of the more fancier ones on Moss, but it, it was pretty and it had four bedrooms. And I was the youngest of nine children. And oh so my I grew I'm up the youngest in six. <laughs> so we have that in common. Yeah. Um, so I I grew up just having a love for history. Um, my dad served in World War II. My parents were 43 when they had me. So some of the, some of the things that my parents were into, my parents turned 50 my first grade year in, you know, in first grade. And so I kind of always grew up liking older things in history. And they both were into history and community and things like that. And I used to deliver the West Bluff word. It was called back in the day. Now I think it's called the community word. But my mom was on the um, Moss Avenue Association, you know, all that and uh, very active in it. And I would deliver it when I, you know, second, third grade, up and down all the side streets on Barker, Cooper, Moss Avenue. And um, I just I I loved it. It was it was just a fun childhood. I I I took swim lessons where Beth Je- city councilwoman Beth Jensen works in the backyard. And um, it was just a dream. I mean, it, w- it was fun. You know, I, I didn't live in the, in the big mansions, but I was playing in the backyard and, and running through the houses and had fr- friends who did. And it was just fun. And so I've carried that the love of that um, into myself now, um, which I try to do a lot of things. I write about history, and I manage a historic building, <laughs> which is one of the reasons I'm here.
1: You know, I, I, I was as you were talking. I'm going okay. I don't know where I got my love for history, especially Peoria history. Um, I was doing a website for Warren Dan's, the lawyer. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, found out that he he owns or took over uh, Abraham Lincoln's law practice out of Danville, wow. and in found, finding that and researching it, um, you know. Hiram Walker was, I'm I'm sorry, Hiram Beckwith was uh, Lincoln's uh, business partner. And when Lincoln became president, his business partner became his bodyguard.
0: Wow. Isn't that?
1: And wow. I, I'm starting to find all this stuff out, and I'm driving in between Washington and Metamora, and there's this little plaque, and I'm, I drive by it all the time, and I'm like, what is that plaque? And so once I stop, and it talks about how Abraham Lincoln
0: went and sur-
1: surveyed all most all the properties in that area.
0: Isn't that wow. amazing? And
1: so <laughs> I started digging in, and I'm just really into well, Abraham history. Lincoln.
0: You know, when I was growing up, I didn't know all that much, but... Um, it's really fascinating. Um, we were the whiskey capital of the world. Yeah. I mean, for about 60, 70 years, you know, from wow. like the 1850s up until about Prohibition. And, you know, we have, um, I managed the GAR Hall on um, 416 Hamilton Boulevard, and it was built in 1909 in Art Deco style um, from Captain Joseph Greenhut, who was the wealthiest whiskey baron in the United States. He helped form pretty much a monopoly. <laughs> we had our own Andrew Carnegie right here. He was a huge philanthropist and he, had a, he and his wife had a reputation for being very kind um, and giving people. So, so they didn't get, you know, the, the rep, bad rep that some of the other ones did, you know, with unscrupulous business. But he did form a monopoly um, called the Great Western Distillery that put Peoria on the map um, and really helped um, fund millions of dollars in taxes for the Union soldiers during the Civil War. Amazing. So that, I mean, no one else can claim that. Over that's really over
1: ninety-five cool. percent of the war was paid for by Peoria.
0: Whoa! And whiskey taxes. Yes. So you know that that's that you know, and I get excited every time I think about it because I'm like. That, that's just incredible. And then Captain Greenhut, I call him Captain Greenhut, um, was a captain in the cavalry for the Union. He actually signed up twice. He got wounded briefly after originally signing up, but he was one of the first men to sign up when Lincoln bid the call for the men to preserve the Union, you know, and give your life on the line. And um, he was a very popular captain and fought in several um, major battles. I think battle is Chattahoochee, I want to say, and that's the only one that's popping up in my head. But um, he, so he was a captain in the cavalry, and he's also the benefactor for the building, um, the G.A.R. Hall. He funded 99% of the, of the money, which was, I think, twenty-three or $26,000 in 1909. Which
1: is so, a lot of money back then. And yeah. he also
0: <laughs> commissioned the Trebles to build the Sailors and Soldiers Monument outside of the courthouse. That is absolutely gorgeous, Mm -hmm. and um, President McKinley came here, and the whole town shut down, and there was a parade with like five thousand people, in downtown Peoria greeting President McKinley, and President McKinley stayed at Captain Greenhut's house because they were friends. So, (laughs) I mean, we have a lot of touches to fame, you know, our Lincoln stuff, the whiskey stuff, but you know, it's just it's just fascinating, and every time I think I know a lot, I learn more. So.
1: Yeah, it's quite amazing. I was just (laughs) listening to our first show. You can go to our website and actually listen to it. And uh, we we talked about um, we have the first um, park district in Illinois. Yes. And I believe it's the first park district uh, east of the Mississippi.
0: Yes. Um, Is it Oscar Dubois? I think it's his recall. name, I want. I, don't quote me on that, but <laughs> I, th- I want to say Oscar Dubois, and he was um, t- trained with the people who kind of found uh, Central Park in New York. Um, it was a huge theme of the time, and um, they wanted, you know, wealthy people wanted a place to go to, to congregate outside, but they wanted it available to everyone, mm-hmm. and which is why Peoria has a huge... Landmass of beautiful green space it's really massive and yeah. we're so blessed to have it i
1: cannot remember there there's a huge number of acres probably Thousands. over a hundred thousand acres i believe we're of so park blessed district in this yes so, yeah sorry and, and they, and they no, keep I really good it. care
0: of it i love hiking at forest park oh um, yeah it's so amazing so pretty and detweiler there's a park at the bottom of detweiler and i mean Glen Oak, and you no, mm-hmm. it's just, it's very nice. And then there's little parks like Chartwell Park and Summer Park. And mm-hmm. <laughs> we're really lucky. There's we a, have a lot of parks. Sometimes,
1: <laughs> of parks. Sometimes <laughs> this show takes a life of its own. And this is one but of those. I but the guy was trained. We're...
0: And I think at the time it was compared to Lincoln Park in Chicago. Um, our park system was as good as the one going up in Chicago at the time. So that, that's something to brag about. Yeah. So,
1: so what is Gar Hall?
0: Gar Hall, which I'm not supposed to say Gar Hall, I have to say G-A-R Hall. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay, it's a habit. Yeah. I, I, when I first started, I called it the Cannonball Building. So, <laughs> you know, everybody knows it. Oh, the building with the cannons and the mm. cannonball in front. That's really stack, unique. Stack of, and it's an actual yeah. cannon from 1862. It's been filled with cement, so they can't be taken out <laughs> <That'd> <laughs> of,
1: of course, of fun, yeah, would <laughs> that would be it's incredible. Fire, <laughs> it would be incredible, oh, fire. you know,
0: shoot somebody out of the I cannon we and could make land hand. in a tent. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um, so, so you know, it, it just has all these different elements. We also have a treable statue inside of Major General John Logan, who is from Illinois and was one of the most popular major generals of the Union Army, you know, Union, um, the North. And it's a really cool building. And it was originally used for living Peoria Union soldiers. And we actually have a photo of about, there's about, Eighty to hundred of them taken taken in 1906 up on our wall, and many of them still would have been alive. You know, I'm thinking in, in 1909 when the building was built, and they would have had functions there. And then there was also the the Grand Army Ladies, um, the ladies of the Grand Army um, had functions there too. So they did teas, they did all kinds of social events there on a regular basis, and they even I think there was even one or two Civil War soldier funerals there. <laughs> which I'm like, wow, that's that's really interesting. Slut. And then it, it's had different uh, uses throughout the year. And then around 1971, it had been empty, I think, about 10 years, 5 to 10 years. And, you know, the city, you know, they're like, you got to figure out what to do with it or it's, we're going to turn it into a parking lot. Um, mm-hmm. Because the city cannot afford, and no city should have to maintain every single property um, as much as we would like them to. It's, it's, just, not, it's just not reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love it if they could. But anyway, so Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation was founded um, initially with architect Les Kenyon. His wife, Theogene Kenyon, and a, a other group of people that formed Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation that uh, saved it from being turned into a parking lot. Yay. And so they had this building and they're like, OK, we got to needs a new roof. We have to tuck point. We have to get a modern cooling system. And they they were really successful in doing all that. They raised funds and um, and they were originally going to use it for a military museum and then decided to turn it into a rental. We've had like, I think the Peoria Symphony has rented before. The Peoria Ballet used to uh, practice there. Um, And for the past several years, it's been used as a rental facility and events. And so I'm the rental manager and kind of event planner. So we have all different kinds. We have everything from baptism, you know, wedding. Actually people get married at the hall and do the reception there quite frequently. We have um, a Halloween ball, private rental, Halloween ball coming up. Um, and it's just really cool. This is a really cool building. It's in pretty good shape. We, we, do, we do need some tuck pointing and things like that. So I'm sure there'll be some kind of capital campaign. Oh, but recently we just had something really interesting um, come to the hall. Have you ever heard of the Peoria Opera House? Mm-hmm. OK, well, there is a building that was quite beautiful on Hamilton, a little further down, called the Peoria Opera House. And people from around the world came, actors, singers, you know, speakers of all kinds. And it was the place. It was the it place to be in Peoria. Um, and in 1909, it had a fire in December, December of 1909, and burned, burned completely. And the one thing that, as far as I was told, that was saved was a box piano, grand piano. Wow. A fireman pulled it out, took it home, thinking, well, you know, fix it up. And I'm sure it had, like, dust and dirt and charcoal or whatever. And somehow it ended up in his family on the East Coast (laughs) (laughs) a couple years later because they (laughs) never rebuilt the Peoria Opera House. Okay. So. And it was over on the East Coast for over a hundred years, and then uh, I think last year the executive director of the historical society gets a connection with a family saying, "Hey, we'll do the shipping if you guys want it. <laughs> if you want it back." So right now we have. The one thing that survived the peoria opera house in the lower level of the gar hall and next year we're going to do some kind of um you know fun event since it's it's an odd number it's 110 so it's 110 years of the fire 110 years that the gar hall has existed but we're going to make a party about it so (laughs)
1: sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) and give some you know give some history on that and so it's just neat to you know just reach out and touch something that um um, it was just a cool part of our past.
1: So we have about four minutes left. Okay. <laughs> you have a lot of events that are coming up. We just You just did the Whiskey Baron run. We
0: did. We have the third annual Whiskey Baron run. All the money goes to the nonprofit CILF and the upkeep of the building. And um, it was a little bit different this year because um, the city changed the rules on the funding um, okay. for, for the parking, which they I understand they had to do. But we were able to do that, and we had over a hundred runners again, and we're and it was just a lot of fun. And we had different characters. We had Richard Pryor, uh, Captain Greenhut, and a couple more. And it, it was it was a good time. And you know shots of whiskey, <laughs> 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 Not, nothing too crazy. And you get to run past the Green Hut Mansion, which is really the fun part, in, um, begin and beginning end at the hall. And hopefully we'll be able to do that next year too in August. Um, but we do we have um, they have. I'm not sure of the date, so I'll have to post them on the Facebook pages. Sure. In November, they have an annual jazz event fundraiser, and they usually get somebody really good. And then um, November 3rd or 4th, um, the Illinois State Humanities is hosting a live audio, video, interactive with the audience podcast with guest speakers who are experts on the state of Illinois history, including Lincoln and things like that, because it is... Illinois 200th mm-hmm. anniversary this year which yeah. is so fun. Mm-hmm. And I believe I, I believe it's a free event. I'm sure they'll take donations. Sure. <laughs> they always do that. But um, it's Paul uh Dur- from the Illinois State of Humanities and that should be really fun. I'm hoping to get Kenzerski as you know one of the speakers and um, You know it's fun and then they always do the annual yule walk which is in downtown peoria tradition i think 10 15 years old now and the civil war dancers you know open the hall and they have hot chocolate and candy canes and they go to the different things down here the day after thanksgiving so yeah and it's a lot of fun (laughs) plus a lot of private rentals
1: A lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, I love your passion for this. Thank you.
0: It's a great building, and you know, it's it's a small part of Peoria history, Mm -hmm. but um, it's my way of trying to like just make downtown Peoria fun mm-hmm. and be my, do my part, mm-hmm. <laughs> do my small part. We can all do something, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's just going to these events or being a member of these, you know, the historical society or, you know, uh, going to downtown restaurants and um, we can all do something yeah. to help make Peoria um, the best it can be. Mm-hmm. So
1: how can people find out more about the GAR Hall?
0: The G.A.R. Hall, they can um, uh, contact me by, on my cell, 309-857-6844, or they can look on our two Facebook pages, Central Illinois Landmarks Foundation okay. and Greenhut Memorial G.A.R. Hall. So.
1: Awesome. Um, and... Um I don't know. What uh, what other fun things are happening? We have about
0: a minute. But. Well, is there any volunteers that you guys oh, need? there on? you go. <laughs> that's what right we always on. do. That, that, what what do, we do we do, Tim? We yeah. connect <laughs> volunteers with their That versions. is such a great question. Absolutely. Um, we would love I, – I know that we have some tuck pointing and some cleaning and different things to do, okay. so if anybody wants to volunteer, you know, to help with groundskeeping or, you know, any of that – feel free to reach out with me and I'll connect you to the building committee and the and people on the board. Um, especially with Tom Biederbeck, who is the president of CILF and he's been my boss for, I've been there almost three years in January. Okay. So, um, and, I, and I plan to stay for at least another year, if not longer. It's just, it's working out well. And they're really nice people, they really care about um, the infrastructure. Of in the history of yeah. all our older neighborhoods and that is all of downtown is historic so mm-hmm. um, it's a win-win for everyone when you support it it
1: was great having you on <laughs> Thank again Thank you
0: so much uh,
1: lots of fun today um, with the GAR Hall and the whiskey baron run and all the things that you do um, make sure you check out her website right. um, or websites <laughs> and check out the Facebook page mm-hmm. um, Absolutely. any way that you can get involved <laughs> That's what we're all about. Thank you. We can all make Peoria
0: the shining beacon that it that that she is. Absolutely. All right. Thanks everyone. Thank you. PeoriaLife.com.